Now let's uh, turn in our Bibles to Matthew 26, 6 through 13. Matthew 26, 6 through 13. It's a departure from our exposition of Ephesians on the church for the occasion of Memorial Day tomorrow. It's good to have a little variety. Variety is indeed the spice of life, as we all know. And so, uh, Matthew 26. Six through thirteen, Matthew twenty-six, six through thirteen. Hear the word of the Lord. <clears throat> now, when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment, and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, "To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor." Jesus understood it. He said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me you have not always. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done be told for a memorial of her. God bless the reading of his word. Shall we pray? O oh, Heavenly Father, may the word of our Lord Jesus Christ indeed ring loud and clear, even as it is truth. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Memorial Day in the Bible. I preached something on this order years ago. This is not the same message. However, I've drawn from those thoughts, of course, and hopefully have grown in my understanding of it as well as the Word of God and yourselves. Memorial Day was born actually out of the Civil War. And it is a desire to honor the dead. It was officially proclaimed on May 5, 1868, by General John Logan, National Commander of the Grand Army of the Republic. This is the New Republic uh, after the war. Quote, the 30th of May, 1868, is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet, churchyard in the land. Unquote. The Civil War was the deadliest war insofar as American casualties is concerned in the history of our country. Altogether, over 600,000 who died in combat, more than World War I and II combined. A soldier was 13 times more likely to die in the Civil War than in the Vietnam War, which, by the way, I'll refer to later, but was with a casualty of 58,000 
193. So what is Memorial Day? I've given you a little introduction, of course. It is an official national holiday to honor all U.S. soldiers who died while serving our country. That's what it is. It's different from Veterans Day in that it is focused upon those who died honorably for our nation. All of our presidents, as far as I know, since this was started back in 1971, have honored our dead soldiers at Arlington National Cemetery and elsewhere. Now, there was another Memorial Day in the Bible, which, of course, we have read about already in our passage. And I won't reread it now since I just read it. But I'll read the last verse. Where our Lord says, Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done be told for a memorial of her. Now the U.S. Congress declared Memorial Day as a federal holiday in 1971. The Lord proclaimed a Memorial Day, as it were, way back in the first century. A memorial, by the way, is something to bring a person or persons who have done an outstanding thing for others to light. For whom is the Memorial Day? Well, again, it's for the brave men who gave their lives for the service of our country, most of whom are identified, but not all. And that is why they have the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. By the way, take something out. The Vietnam Veterans Memorial was dedicated in 2014. It's two 200 foot long walls made up of black granite located near the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. And there happens to also have since been made two traveling walls, much smaller, of course, and lighter that have been touring the nation regularly for the last two decades. This is interesting. I didn't know that last part. Here's a picture of, of, of the wall and the names. I've never been there, but this is one place I will visit the next time I go to Washington, D.C. I went there before the Vietnam War. In the case of our story, the memorial was for an unnamed woman. Both Matthew's account and Mark's are almost identical. Both identified the home where the memorial was pronounced by our Lord, which was the home of one Simon the leper. But neither account tells us of the name of the woman. So it wasn't a matter of her not having a name that was known, but of her not being named. I used to think it was Mary Magdalene that was this woman, but now I don't think so. And the reason why is because her name would pop up in several places at the time of Christ's crucifixion and especially the burial. 
but it's not here. And, it, and it's not so close to that time frame. This was at the time of the Passover prior to Christ's capture and trial, which led finally to his execution. For example, I'll read to you from Mark 16, 9 and 10. Mark 16, 9 and 10. Now, when Jesus was risen early this first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him as they mourned and wept. So, I don't think it's Mary Magdalene anymore. Although I, I did the last time I, I preached on this uh, topic on a previous Memorial Day. According to Christ... Here is a brave woman who braved the onslaught of the religious leaders and, sad to say, his own apostolic band, who understood Jesus' work of redemption. And it goes so far as to say that. And I'll, you'll see why. Because hers was a bold act of humility, love, reverence, and worship. Can I say an early expression of thanksgiving and praise to God for such redemption? And for that, the Lord recognized her. Wheresoever this gospel should be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done be told for a memorial of her. And here we are. Many centuries later. Why bother to remember that's a good question, I think. Why even bother? I know there are many people who don't bother. Now, when you are close to this, especially if you had family in the military, it's, it's always in front of you, and especially if, if you have one who gave his life in the service of our country. I, I don't. My father served 20 years, and he survived. World War, well, Korean War and Vietnam. Uh, he was on board a ship, so I don't want to say that. But he never gave his life. But nevertheless, we think about our men in uniform and women. So the answer to that question, why bother? Strewn flowers on a grave and other mementos our loving dedication of remembrance of the fallen soldier who gave his life for his country. Who wouldn't do that when those persons died for us to save us? And especially when they did so out of selfless compassion and love for others, even for you and me. And our hearts are touched whenever we hear of such stories of valor. And this extends even to other armed forces that labor within our country as well, such as the police and the National Guard. <clears throat> the disciples didn't see any purpose in what the woman did in remembering Christ's burial before the time, did they? Well, in a way, it's understandable because he hadn't died yet. 
Does that make sense? But the disciples' criticism was for another reason altogether. It says in 8 and 9 of our passage, But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. That's a practical argument. They call it a waste of money that could be put to better use in the church. Precisely how much are we talking about? Well, if you turn to Mark 14.5, Mark 14.5, there it reads, For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence, 300 pence, and have been given to the poor, and they murmured against her. <clears throat> 300 pence. I wonder how much is 300 pence. I'm not from England. If I was, I would have told you. <laughs> but the average agricultural worker earns one denarius or pence for 12 hours of work. And so 300 denarius equals a year's wages. Those are different. cultural denominations, okay, one is Hebrew and the other is Roman. So 300 denarii equals a year's wages. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Again, from a practical standpoint, one could say that the men simply were trying to be wise stewards. Couldn't that be argued? But they forgot a very important principle which our Lord taught them. Those are the words, freely you have received, freely give. If the Lord has given to you life, and that more abundantly, then you most certainly can give him anything, even your heart, as this woman did. The question must have come up also, is Jesus worth it? There are many who don't think so, as there are today. And you don't want to hear the gospel for the reason that they don't think Jesus is worth it. They don't think that Jesus has anything to offer them. But the woman did. The woman did. And in this way, she showed herself to be far ahead in her faith in Christ and in her understanding of the work of Christ. And our Lord said, so why are you troubling this woman? She's done a good work. You won't have me always, though the poor you will have. And what she did was in recognition of what, I was about, what I'm about to do and where I'm about to go for your sins, even for my burial. Our nation benefits from the sacrificial service of those who freely gave up their lives to keep us free. We especially remember great leaders, such as presidents and generals and soldiers like Abraham Lincoln and Stonewall Jackson, and even Robert E. Lee. These were Christian men on both sides. Dwight Eisenhower, Douglas MacArthur, especially close to my heart, 
because he helped to liberate my country, our country. Some of us are from the Philippines. George Patton, he set Africa free. And the list goes on. But what about the Lord Jesus Christ? Is it really him that this Memorial Day in the Bible is all about? And if it is, therefore, we should be just like the saintly woman of God and honor our Lord Jesus Christ who loved us and gave himself for us. And we do whenever the gospel is preached, whenever the word is faithfully proclaimed in spirit and in truth in the worship of his house. In Hebrews 2, 9 and 10, there's a reference here to Jesus as our commander-in-chief in Hebrews 2, 9 and 10. <clears throat> Hebrews 2, 9 and 10. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Someone once said, and I quote, The extravagance of our love is but an infinitesimal symbol compared to the price of his that is Jesus' love for us. Such was the ardent love of this nameless woman of God. Verily I say unto you, wherever soever in the whole world the gospel is preached, there shall be also this that this woman hath done, he told for a memorial of her. For this woman, Jesus, was the pearl of great price. You remember the pearl of great price? Referring to uh, the kingdom. Really, it's referring to the one who is its king. For this woman, the, the Lord Jesus was the pearl of great price, which when she found him, sold all that she had in order that she might have what she had to purchase this extravagant sacrifice of great worth. Just like another woman who had two mites between her fingers, but which represented all of her living. For this woman saw early on what most only see after. Revelation 5.12 Revelation 5.12 Saying with a loud voice Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. She may not have said it with a loud voice. You don't even know her name. But you can see her heart and what she did. And that spoke louder than words. For them that honor me, 
him will I honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Shall we pray? Oh, Heavenly Father, how we thank you for your Memorial Day. Can we say that each Lord's Day is like your Memorial Day, that we remember you by until you come, and especially celebrating your exaltation back to life and then eventually to your ascended glory. And how we praise you with all of our hearts, as this woman did, we do, even now, to thanksgiving. And pray that, Lord, we would desire to tell the whole world and to show forth the praises of the one who has called us out of the darkness of sin and its degradation and Satan in the world into the marvelous and glorious light of life, even eternal